0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. Happy All Saints Sunday. So on this first Sunday in November, we celebrate All Saints Day, which is on November 1st each year. It's a holiday where we remember the saints, the martyrs of the church who were persecuted or killed for their faith as well as the earliest Christians that we read about in Scripture. All Souls Day is traditionally celebrated the next day on November 2nd, the day that we remember all those who have died, not just the first Christians and martyrs throughout time, but also those ordinary people that we have spent our lives living with and loving who have died before us. Our parents, our grandparents, our siblings, our friends, our teachers, our neighbors, our children. These two days, All Saints Day and All Souls Day, often get combined into one celebration. Because whether we are talking about the saints of the church, those early faithful who developed the language of theology of the Christian faith, like St. Paul and St. Teresa of Avila or Martin Luther, or we're talking about Grandpa Johnny and Aunt Jane and Mom and Dad. Either way, we are talking about regular people just like you and me, sinners that God loves dearly. So in our reading from Revelation this morning, the writer of the book named John has a vision of a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white with palm branches in their hands, who praised God in gratitude of his salvation. This great multitude who are robed in white are those who have come out of the great ordeal, They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Who are these multitudes from every nation, every language, and peoples? They are those who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. This multitude is made up of people from every nation, from all tribes, and all peoples. Who are the tribes and nations in our world today? who you would never imagine being together in peace, in worship of God. Those are the ones who are there. And who are the individuals in your life, or from your past, who have died, who are difficult to love? I want you to imagine them there before the throne of God. They are there because their robes have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. They are not there because of their great accomplishments in life. They are not there because they were good people, because they had a strong religious life of going to church. They are not there because they always thought before they spoke, or because they led with patience and kindness in every interaction. They are not there because they made all the right choices. They are there, worshiping the lamb, simply because they were washed in his blood. They are there because of God's grace and God's grace only. So on this day, we remember the saints, all saints, in fact. And this room right now is full of the saints. Perhaps you are sitting next to someone and giving them a little side eye and thinking, surely not all of us. Let me tell you, even that person is a saint. Why? Not because they don't drive you crazy sometimes. Not because they always think before they speak. Not because they lead with kindness and patience in every interaction. Not because they load the dishwasher correctly and always remember important dates and never hurt you with their words and are perfectly selfless at all times. The only reason that the people in your life are saints is for the same reason that you are one. We have all been washed in the blood of the Lamb. On this All Saints Day, we dwell on all the saints. Yes, even those that we think are the least saint-like. Catholic priest and writer Thomas Merton, in his book No Man is an Island, wrote this. The beginning of love is the will to let those we love be perfectly themselves, the resolution not to twist them to fit our own image. If in loving them we do not love what they are, but only their potential likeness to ourselves, then we do not love them. We only love the reflection of ourselves that we find in them. Loving the saints in our lives actually means expecting less from them, expecting them to be human, expecting them to be themselves. That is to say, expecting them to be sinners. Because the one prerequisite to being a saint is, ironically, being a sinner, a sinner who has been forgiven by Jesus and washed in his blood. Another poignant Merton quote, he writes, to be a saint means to be myself. To be a saint isn't to strive for some kind of human perfection, or to otherwise be anything other than who I actually am, but rather, to be a saint means to be familiar with my true self, my imperfections, my sin, Familiar enough to recognize that I need help from God. To be a saint means to be myself, which is a sinner, and to leave the rest up to God. So what I'm saying is that you are a saint simply because you are a sinner loved by God. And the people in your life, those you love and those you tolerate, are also saints, because they are also sinners loved by God. But the celebration of All Saints Day is primarily about those who have gone before us, the saints in our family trees, the saints that we have loved and lost. Each week in church, as we go through the communion liturgy, we sing what's called the Sanctus, the lines, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, Heaven and earth are full of thy glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We sing together the praises of God as one group of voices, just like the multitudes sing in this passage in Revelation. But right before we say, say those words, the priest opens with this. And now with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of thy name." We are praising God together with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven each week with all those who have gone before us. How is this possible? How is it possible that we can sing God's praises along with those who have died? who are no longer physically with us. The only way that it is possible is because those who have died are actually alive and well in Jesus. Because in God, eternity is present tense. The time is always now in God. You see, All Saints Day is a day when we remember those who have died and we mourn them But it's also a time when we recognize the reality of the resurrection. That those who have died are with Jesus, which means that they are, in fact, alive. All Saints' Day is a kind of time-bending celebration. Right now, we miss our loved ones. And yet, also right now, we are with them through Jesus. We are united to Christ by faith. And by extension, we are also united to one another like this big web of saints, one big web of humanness, of sinners who are in need of God's forgiveness, of saints who are free to be ourselves, knowing that we are all washed in the blood of the lamb. And because of that lamb, who sacrificed his own life on behalf of all of ours, death has been defeated. Death is not actually the end. One day, hunger will be no more, thirst will be no more, and God will wipe away every tear from our eyes, from your eyes. And together with those who have gone before us, who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, And I want you to picture who it is that you might be standing next to in that day. Maybe someone in this room, or maybe someone that you have lost and long to see again. One day, we will all stand before the throne, reconciled saints together, and sing. Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Amen.